Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Going to talk about this year's national just recently. And I'm going to try to think about it through the eyes of someone who wasn't there, who's been to almost all these recent nationals. Rich Klein, my good buddy. I was there, but it's impossible to see everything. Rich wasn't there, but he has a sixth sense about some of these things. We're going to bat some things around. Thanks, sponsors, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank, Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, and Panini, Upper Deck, and Tops. Rich, it was a huge show. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're plus, we're bonus. Saturday, Sunday, people weren't bragging about as much. The last time I was in Atlantic City was 2003. And Saturday, by about one o'clock, the show was basically over. And that's because it's near the beach. And on Saturdays, trying to get to the beach in New Jersey, good luck, you're going to need it. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are not days where people go to the beach. Plus, I know from the things we see at the Dallas Card Show, we see the same general principle. The, the Dallas Card Show, Thursdays, you should, a lot of times, unless there's some really fun, funky thing going on, Thursday is very strong. Friday is a good, solid day, depending on other factors like school or work or things like that. Saturday can be massive, but then Sunday, everybody's ready to go home again. And Sunday is usually very slow. The National, it's an even longer thing. So I suspect Tuesday, the dealer to dealer day was really strong too. Crowds, I, I, saw. I got there Wednesday, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I think we're all very strong. Yeah. The crowds I saw on the photos were immense. I saw a singles club where you hung out a bit. By the way, singles club is a name of a dealer. If that's on your credit card, guys, you're in trouble maybe unless you can do the explanation. Yeah, you better show uh, them. It legit. We've talked about them. I actually got in trouble. I got there Wednesday. I got there early and I thought, I'm going to spend my mornings at the singles club and I'm circulating the afternoon. That's my plan. I've told people, hey, I'll be at the singles club in the morning. So I go to the singles club first thing and they're not open. They don't they're open there. until it's open to the public on I'm Wednesday. I know. So I, I went to them and said, hey, can I get started? And to their credit, they said, no, no special deals. We got to let everybody start. And so I just stood there for a while and it was like an hour before. And I thought, I'm going to walk around a little bit. Okay. So I walk around and again, I'm supposed to be at the singles club. I want to be at the singles club. They turned me away joking about that, but they're very cordial about it. I walk about 50 feet away and there's another dealer that has a whole bunch of dollar boxes and again, this was not strategy on this guy's part, but I said, do you mind if I look through your stuff? I realized the show hadn't opened. I love looking through dollar boxes. And he said, sure, go ahead. So I looked through the box and I, it wasn't a ploy, but the first box I looked at was so strong. It's one of the best dollar boxes I've ever been through in my life. And I'm thinking, did this guy just hot box me of putting a box in front of me that had all the best stuff in it? Because I was hooked. Now I'm there. I pulled all these cards and I go to the next box. It's almost as good. And I keep going. All of a sudden now it's time for singles club to open. I think I'm not leaving here. <laughs> this is even better because that's the one thing you have to know on Wednesday is if you see something good, you need to just stay there because you can't say, oh, I'll come back on Sunday. You might not be there on Sunday. Okay. So I'm there. And finally I get to the singles club at lunchtime and I go over there. Hey, where have you been? I said, well, just over there. You guys wouldn't take my money. And then I had a good run there. And they sold some people came to try to find you and you weren't there. I said, yeah, I'm 50 feet away. And I thought, that's one of the problems of Rich not being here. 
Rich would have been here. People would have known that you would have had radar. And the phone service was terrible. People were trying to contact me and they couldn't. Tell people one of my roles at the Nationals be your wingman. Okay, you do a great job. And that role was missed. Anyway, so then I get over to the singles club. I have a good run there. And then I go do a little circulating. And then next thing you know, Wednesday's over. Thursday morning, same thing. Singles club will not let me start early. So I go to this other guy that's 50 feet away. I go to the other side. He has too many monster boxes. He had stuff under the table, on the table, around the table. So I did another one. Again, I'm just pulling like crazy. You usually only carry $1,000 with you. Did you have to go to the bank to get more money this year? Rich, they'll take my checks. Okay, good. It really helps that they'll take my checks. So I went through again, the same thing. I'm going through and I'm pulling all these cards. I can't leave now. So same deal. I go over to Singles Club afterwards. Yeah, some people were looking for you. I told him you were going to be by. I said, yeah. And so they did a good run at Singles Club. And then I circulated around. Friday, the exact same thing happens. This is getting to be a pattern. Again, the Singles Club, those guys aren't mad at me. They had a lot of business because you and I have promoted them. We've certainly mentioned them. And so then Saturday, same thing happens. I do this other guy. Then I go over there. I get some more cards. And then Saturday night when I'm wandering around, I finally get to the opposite end of the room. This is my story. It's not a walk of shame, but I, I got to the opposite end of the room and I stumble on a table in the corner that has a 25 cent box. I don't think 25 cent boxes are terrible, but you just think there's going to be a lot of crummy stuff in there. And so I thought, I'll just test it. I'll just look at one row. And all of a sudden, I'm pulling all the same cards that were in the dollar box from the singles club and the other guy. And I think, wait, why am I paying a dollar when I get this stuff for a quarter? So I'm going through it. And you know what happens? Chris Geis walks up. You say, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, I'm two-timing you. <laughs> I found a better deal. I'll be back tomorrow, but this looks pretty good for right now. I'll see you in the morning. Okay. Final chapter of the story until next year. I go back Sunday morning and say, I'm so sorry. I actually made a big deal with this 25 cent guy. I go to Chris Geis. I say, okay, I'm ready for you. And I said, I sold out my table. <laughs> I said, Chris, come on. So everything is gone. He had sold all his cards. Well, he usually sells it. I don't know if he sold it. Well, he did Rob. like three or four years ago to Rob. And also Rob Barris did not buy a single card at the show. I saw him a bunch because he was circulating around at some of these same tables and saw him in the evenings and stuff like that. I always stress, depending on the item, especially if it's like a white whale item that you see at a reasonable price at a national, if you see it and the price is good and you've been looking for a while, that's not when you pull the, let me look around and I'll be Exactly. That's when you pull the trigger. Now, if you're looking for 72 tops first series commons, yeah, you can take notes. And then if the guy who's a quarter sells out and then you pay 30 cents each, it's not so bad. But if it's some... 61 tops dice game Tony Kubek card. Exactly. And you're a Yankee guy. You just buy it $200, which is way too cheap in today's world. You just buy the card. You don't even think twice. You don't say, I'll be back and make a note. You just buy the card. That's an extreme example. But the dollar box application of that is when I pull out 100 cards, just look through them. And if in there I find several cards that are five or $10, I'm thinking, why am I going to come back? Because those might be the ones that are gone. And this is a quarter box now I'm talking about. So I'm thinking, I just need to keep going there. Yeah. And then obviously I ran out of time. Proved one of the things we always used to talk about. At the National, the way it's currently set up, shop the corners. Go as if you're going to a supermarket. Rich, if I listened to you, because this 25 cent guy was in the corner. Yeah. And it was the last corner I looked at because I'm a creature of habit. I did clockwise. And that was the last corner. 
but it wasn't picked over because the best deals I got, and this again, it's a sports card insight, I guess, were the boxes under the table. Yes. Because when the boxes are on the table, that's what everybody looks at. So that's a new definition of bottom feeder. That's okay. I don't think though you quite match what I pulled two years ago when I got the $300 card from Joe Davis. I know that's the standard, but somebody asked me and I said, well, actually I would feel guilty if I pulled even more than a $50 card. And I probably did pull one $50 card in the dollar boxes. But it was well, a- last year at Singles Club. I pulled a couple of cards that were more than fifty dollars. Remember, we're not comping. I'm just knew it was worth whatever right. price we had agreed on with Singles Club to pay. So I didn't feel bad when I got home. I said, "Oh, wait a second, okay," because it wasn't something I knew instinctively was worth as much as the book price. Well, but you knew it was good. I knew it was good. I didn't know it was that good. Yeah, that's the math that is eliminated at the dollar box. All yes. you have to know it's low risk for a dollar, and whether it's a five dollar card or fifty dollar card. If you think, hey, that looks interesting, you just take it. As I said, they couldn't have been that upset with you at the Singles Club. He posted, as I said on Twitter, that you were there. Was there, not begrudgingly, but belatedly. So by not being there right at the beginning, I probably missed a few. You can't get all the cards. You can't get everything at the National. I run a 20-table show now. You can't get everything at the 20-table show. I think I'm the youngest guy that's been to every National. John Ramirez, according to what I read, is may still be in his 60s. No, he's 75. Then you're the youngest guy that's been to every national. B.A. Murray was not at this national. He wasn't? So, so that's two. So I think it's... John and Pat Quinn's table. And Pat Quinn was not there either. So I mean, it's, I, you, it's you and John and maybe... And a I'm younger. Of- yeah, that's not a lot of bragging rights to be the youngest guy when you're in your 70s. <laughs> but you had to be there 43 years ago. So that's... Okay, you would have enjoyed. Mike Moynihan had a... I, I'm doing these content creator dinners. It's casual dinner and all that stuff. But he's younger than me, so he did a younger version of the content creator meetup, which was after the show across the street at the Sheraton. There were 50 or 60 content creators here, mostly YouTubers. Some of the Hobby Hotline people were there and other podcasters. Great fun. I met some people I haven't met, and I really haven't seen their stuff. There's just too much to see everything. But that was a lot of fun. But because it's run by not me, it's unstructured. <laughs> but it, it just was great circulating around and a lot of great content being produced. And yeah, I knew about that. It did sound like when you did the Friday morning hobby hotline, you all were having a lot of fun at the show. That was good. John Newman is a pretty selfless guy. He does a lot of work behind the scenes, and I really appreciate that. He didn't insert himself into the front and center of everything. He did a nice job of hurting the cats to give everybody John a chance. Newman, to... We want to wish him a speedy recovery. He came down with the virus after the show. John Newman, too? Yeah. And John Keating gave me a ride to the airport. Bless him for that. I'm sure he did not know that he had COVID while he's with me. And I wouldn't worry about it because I think I've already had it. I'm not really concerned. But I didn't want him to get a bad case, just like John Newman. It's a very super spreader event to be indoors with a bunch of people in close proximity. You're shouting a little bit. So I still feel bad you weren't there. It was yeah. a medical decision made by the doctor. And as I said, Atlantic City is a little bit of a hassle to get to. And by the time I would have gotten there, it would have been Friday. Chicago, I probably could have fudged it, come up Thursday, and spent Friday, Saturday, and a good deal Sunday there and figured it out. Chicago's a little easier to meander your way around. Okay, my number sense is that the corporate presence was 25% more than it was the year before. Just a guesstimate. But is there a limit? to how big the corporate could get because Kyle's corporate presence is single digit. And I'm saying if it was corporate 25% last year, it was probably 35% this year, a big part in the middle of the show. 
a bad trend or a good trend at these corporate- If I told you I think it's a great trend, would you believe me? Remember, you and I are dealers. Our constituency, our people we know are the dealers. But if we really want to do the 10x growth, we have to have the corporate presence doing things that get the people who may not be the serious collector working on the 52 top set or the 61 FLIR set or even the 81 Donra set or just doing 90s inserts cards, we need to get the people who are just out for a fun day. The national is expensive, but it's not that expensive. $20 to get in the door is really cheap for something of that size. So you want to give people who may not be super serious about the hobby something of extra value for showing up. And a corporate presence, that gives them a lot of extra value for just showing up. And we might not be able to sell them cards to the dealer, but they may get hooked on something else just by walking around and seeing what cops does at their booth. Plus, that's carpeted. Upper Deck always has a cool booth with a house. <laughs> I'm sure Fanatics went an extra level this year. Plus, I can't tell you how many photos I saw of people holding the mantle, the 52 tops mantle. One of my ComC teammates was at the show showing the card. I forgot if he was holding it or not, but he was just among the many that I saw post about that card. And they were letting some people hold it and other people just taking photos. But we all want the dream card. And yes, we can't afford it unless it goes to fractional. But the fact that we're going to be able to show a card is worth that much money really does not hurt the hobby. Impressive is impressive. Two really impressive booths. Heritage, always impressive. They kicked it up another notch to bring in Joe Orlando to Heritage. He's going to be on their team. The very impressive hire. Lastly, my hat's off to PSA. They had huge lines. They had the whole front wall of the show with lines the whole time. So I think Beckett uh, grading did fine, did great. But PSA's really in another level. They're bigger than all the other graders put together as a Beckett <laughs> a supporter and founder. It's, it's a target to work toward. because One of the things right. PSA has done, Nat Turner, not everything's been perfect. I thought a couple of the things when he first took over the company were a mistake. I thought stopping the submissions was a terrible mistake and raising the prices. I was wrong. But one thing Nat Turner and PSA have done is they've been transparent about how we're catching up, how many cards we're doing. We now have a New Jersey office. They have been leading in terms of being out there. Which is the opposite of the way they were 10 years ago. And BGS probably needs to move in that direction as well. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Rich. Be back again tomorrow.